Hey, welcome in. All right, I'm gonna do the stupid one. Yes. What's your? What, what did I say again? You're like yo yo yo. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god. It was so funny. Yo yo yo! What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. It's your boy. KP Kyle Peplinski in the house here with my best friend in the entire world, Eric Wolverton. Eric, what's your tangent of the day? Due to my forever changing music tastes, because I'm already went through a couple different bands since I last spoke on it, I started a Spotify playlist called Ono oh Disc Golf. If you're interested in seeing what I'm listening to, you can head there, head to Spotify and follow it or whatever. If you have any suggestions on music I should listen to based on what you see in there, send them to the Instagram or Facebook or anywhere. And uh, always look for different music. Yeah, it's a super awesome idea, man. Yeah. Also, shout out to Frolf on Twitter for binging our episodes last week. Yeah, he said he watched all 20. (laughs) It's better than we've done. Which is pretty sweet, yeah. I've listened to most of them, but sometimes I'm hypercritical of myself, so then I hate doing it. I listen to them while I'm editing, if that counts. He has the hard job, so (laughs) I just gotta sit here and look pretty. And he's doing it so well. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. Yep. Today, we are talking about some exciting disc golf stories from us personally. We're going to cover the Resistance Discs Open and the Utah Open. And we're not going to do Fire Rounds this week because we totally forgot about it. Our bad guys. Ta-da. (laughs) Ta-da. Oh, no. We're not perfect. Never claimed to be. We'll do it next week. Um, For Worlds. Right. Worlds. We're looking forward to it. Lastly, we're going to do a really fun top five hypothetical oh, no moments on the disc golf course. So, like... Worst case scenario moments. Things that could happen, and we think about them often. True. If you can't get enough of us here, head on over to our link tree. There'll be links to our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, our TikTok, our YouTube, and our Patreon. Shout out to our two supporters. Two. Two supporters. Sean and David. Count them. Two. (laughs) Sean and David, thanks for supporting us month to month. means a lot. If you want to support us in a different way, head on over to our Teespring store and pick up some merch. Uh, that's teespring.com slash store slash oh no disc golf. You can use the code oh no, O-H-N-O, uh, for free shipping. You can also, if you're more of a disc buyer, head on over to Starframe Disc Golf. That's starframediscs.com and use code oh no for 5% off. They have discs, all kinds of little fun fun things as well another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kyle has a great story to kick us off. If you follow our Instagram, you've probably seen him talk about it. But Or the Twitter. Or the TikTok. 
It's also on Facebook, too. Yeah. The YouTube. Or the Facebook. So literally, if you follow us anywhere, you've probably seen it. But you haven't seen me talk about it. I got my first ace of the year. Ace. It's not a real ace because it's not. It wasn't on the first throw. And it's technically, well, you know, it's a practice round. It wasn't a rated round. So call it whatever you want. It still is a disc traveling 300 feet to go directly hit the pole and go in. So It's still cool. But no, no, no uh, discrepancies my, there. So, okay, what makes it a little bit cooler, even though it was the second throw, is my first throw hit the pole. So he just basically corrected. the exa- basically the exact same disc on the exact same line. I just threw it a little bit harder because I was like, "Oh, I hit the pole. This is gonna be perfect." So, yeah, it was. It was perfect. But, but yeah, uh, first one of the year. I haven't hit one yet this year, so felt really good. Can't wait to hit another one. And what disc was it? Uh, it's a Discmania Discs Instinct. Sweet. It worked perfectly. I had about a 20 mile, well, 15 to 20 mile an hour crosswind going left to right. So I just threw it nice and flat out of the hand, and it just turned, 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 dropped, fade right in the basket. Was it your new one? The new one hit the pole. Oh. The ye- the yellow one is my money one, so that one is... Sweet. That's the one that aced it. Yeah, I really like that one, man. Man, you really are going to have to look for a Royal Rage 2. All right, uh, I'll have to. Send me links. I hear they're, like, the more overstable version of the Instincts, and then they beat into just, well... They haven't been out for so long, but the vapor plastic beats in, like, uh, all the stuff that I have in vapor beats into, like, just these, like, dead straight flying discs, so they're pretty sweet. Gotcha. I have two of them in Neo, and they're both just straight flying discs. If I throw them nice and flat, they'll just forever go straight. Yeah, so then also I've been hearing that the instincts are almost an exact copy of the... Uh, is it Latitude Explorers? Oh. So if you want to try out some like different plastics of like almost the same disc, I think it's Explorers. So don't go out, rush out and buy them right now. But um, just if you see them, it might be maybe something that's up your alley. I think you had one of those in your bag pretty early on, right? I don't think I, I had an Escape. Oh, similar. Which is actually in my bag now because I left my Essence behind somewhere. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. Sad disc noises. But yeah, you can also yep. see me missing a 15-foot putt if you'd like to see that. So I can make it from 300 feet, but I cannot make it from 15. Hit the band really well. He stole that joke from me. Ruthless. I was going to make fun of him and say that, but then I forgot. I fig- I figured you would get to it eventually, but, you know, might as well spring it on myself. Yeah, self-degradation. De- de- I don't know the word. Is yeah. always the best humor. There's a couple other putts I wish I had back from that round. Uh, it's fine. Good thing it was just a casual. Yeah, man. It's all for fun. Anyway, I don't really have anything that exciting that happened. Got to play uh, morning leagues round. Didn't play very well. Um, I played in a tournament on Friday. Didn't play oh, yeah. super Tell us about well. that. I forgot about that. I think I shot eight sixty nine rated, 
so not great, nice. but not 69. awful. Nine. Um, I play. I should have played better. Uh, there's there's a lot of attackable holes. There's like ten attackable holes at that course, and I got two of them. So hmm. I need to think of it that way. Is like I need to attack on certain holes and you know just play for par on the ones that are obviously par holes. I think if I went, yeah. went, in, went into it with that mentality instead of just like going for it on every hole, it would have been a little bit better. Yeah, because it's not even just like accidentally going for it on holes that you really aren't going to birdie. It's the frustration knowing you're going for it that starts to build as well. Yeah, because like you're thinking that, mentality. right, instead of I got two out of ten, I was thinking, oh, I got two out of 18, you know. Two out of ten's not. I mean, it's not great, obviously, but it's much more achievable to know that there are ten attackable holes versus eighteen, and you don't really know. But that's just based off of the stats of how people played throughout the day. Uh, I was just looking at that. But there's there was eight holes that didn't didn't uh, get birdied, so ten were attackable. And where was that at the tournament? Bird's Nest, over uh, in Arvada. That was sponsored by another round of disc golf. Sweet. And they'll be doing that every Friday, right? Yeah, I think the next course they're doing is over in Brighton at Adams Hollow, that one tournament I did a couple weeks ago. You going? Uh, I'm going to be in Michigan, I think, for the first one. But maybe for the, I think there's three this coming month. I think I'm going to do two of them. Oh, this Friday? You're not going to be in Michigan this Friday. No, not this Friday. Yeah, I think it's it's in two weeks is the first one. I think I'm going to be gone for that one. So yeah, reunited pretty soon. Yeah, I forgot to mention that too. We're going to possibly do an in-person podcast. That'd be kind of fun. Maybe. We might try to kill each other. You never know. That makes for good footage too. Oh no. Oh no. But yeah, I'm coming back to Michigan, have a, a wedding to attend and... Disc golf to play. Disc golf to play. Yeah, we're gonna get out some mornings, and we oh, we have some really fun challenge. We're gonna do a challenge wheel. That's one thing I'm really looking forward to. I bought some really terrible discs at Salvation Armies, so I have like eight really bad discs that are uh, gonna be fun to try and pull from a random wheel. We'll have ten good discs, eight really bad ones, and see what happens. And it'll be a fun course because it'll be really interesting on what holes we get those bad discs on. Right. Because some holes, it really might not be that bad. But if I get one of them stupid dog discs off the top of the hill, ooh, I'm going to be mad. Can you imagine? Dude, there's one. Oh, the God. the Easter one is the worst. It's, yeah. it's egg-shaped. I thought those rainbow ones. No. Um, so is it even a disc? Yep. It said flying disc on the on the receipt or on the like little tag thing. I I thought it was baloney. a plate, but no, it's a flying disc. I'm calling baloney. I ha- I I have witnesses. <laughs> anyway, Anywho. into what the professionals have done this week. Nothing of our dumb stuff. Yes, we'll get back to our dumb stuff eventually. Yes, we will. so the pros were kind of split out between two tournaments this week a lot of them were at resistant discs open in oregon and a lot of them were at the utah open preparing for worlds 
and you guessed it, Utah. I didn't get a chance to really watch any of the coverage yet. Had a pretty busy weekend. Resistance was covered by Jomez for sure. I think B-Dub Pro for the FPO side. And then the Utah Open, I think, was covered by Gatekeeper. Don't quote me on that. I think you're right. Might have been GK Pro, but I think it's Gatekeeper. They're so similar in my mind. I was getting confused. Yeah. I know. It's so hard. I don't know why. They're two completely different things. But it's GK and GK. Gatekeeper and GK. That's that's true. That's really they are completely different things. I usually the way that I know them differently is who did commentary, and I didn't watch it yet, so I don't know who did commentary. I've watched most of the resistance. I didn't catch the coverage from the last day yet, so I still have to catch up. But we do know the results. So yeah, I did watch. Do you want to go through? I watched the practice round. Hmm. Oh yeah, the practice round looked really fun. The course looks horribly difficult. It looks like a fun course, though. A lot of water, but so you wouldn't like it. But it looks like a fun course. It does I look would fun. Enjoy trying. It looks like a lot of mandatory forehand holes, which oh, sounds difficult yeah. for me too. I guess I feel like whenever I watch the practice rounds with Jomez, I'm always like, "Man, so many forehands!" But then it's because that's all big German, German Nate Sexton, Nate yeah. <laughs> so the real line is what Paul is doing most of the time. Uh. Anyway, Big Germ came in third at the Resistant Discs Open with 18 under. Yay, Big Germ! Scott Withers in second at 19 under. Yay! And Adam the Sledge. Big Hames. Sledge. Hamus. Hamus? Is it, it's Hamus, right? Hams. He came in first at 26 under. Nobody messaged us to let us know if we were right or wrong, so we're just going to go with whatever we think. Adam is on an absolute tear regardless. Yeah, he is. Winning by seven strokes. That's huge. Yeah. So hopefully it'd be fun to watch him come into Worlds with that that hot hand. But um, And it, it looked like it was raining. I feel like raining. the advantage goes to the people in Utah. It was a weather day today, so he's, he. I think he still put six down, right? Yeah, Which yep. is still, he still put six down because he started the day at 20 under. Still so good for a really rainy day like that. Yep. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, there was like three eight downs for today, and I wonder if they got started before the rain. But look out for Adam the Sledge. Hams. Hamas. However you say it. Yep. Um, FPO, there wasn't a lot of like the heavy hitters here. At the resistant discs discs open, so these uh, scores are a little bit askewed. But Cat Merch Merch came in third at twenty two over Brittany. You can do it, Quizenberry. Qu- Quizenberry, just go for it. <laughs> I feel so bad for saying it. Came in at plus twenty, and Deanne Carey ran away with it at plus five. So yeah, a lot of the normal. Big, you know, names we're used to seeing weren't even there, but right. I'm still looking forward to checking out more from B Dub Pro. They're like the new new people on the scene, so I'm still gonna go back through and, and try to watch that. I've seen they had some uh some some car troubles, so I don't know uh, when they're gonna have all their rounds up. Sad. Well, that was 
all my thoughts on the res- resistant disc open because I like I said I didn't get to watch any yet and I'm sad because I had a busy weekend but I got all this week to watch and get pumped up for worlds it was pretty cool to have Nate Sexton and Big Germ on the lead card for the second round so go check go check that out on Joe Mez that was a fun watch them them commentating on them throwing yeah I think Sexton even ended up finishing in fourth wow he must have had a good last day because he didn't shoot super well day two gotcha so then the world's is going to be i'm pretty sure it's at the same course that the utah open was at um so a lot of the pros went there to kind of prepare for it i didn't get to watch any of that either so don't have a whole lot of information other than what i what i got off the internet but top mpo finishers was kyle klein which is awesome he's now tied for the highest rated player in michigan let's go uh, he finished 18 under. Ricky Wysocki came in second at 20 under. And Emerson Keith took home the win at 23 under. Which, again, huge Emerson Keith fan. So, hope he does good at Worlds. I would like, I would love to see some people that aren't normally at the top, like, take this home. Let's go, Emerson but, Keith. like, Paul McBeth and Eagle... I don't think Calvin Heinberg was even there, so there's going to be a lot more competition for Worlds. Right. So. What do you think the score is going to be for Worlds? Um, I have to look up if there's going to be any difference before I can conf- confidently make it. I'm just going to say 30. I'm going to say I would have said like 27 or 29, depending on. Well, well how did he? I'm you pretty know. sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's the date for Worlds is the 22nd through the 26th, so I feel like there has oh, to be more than four rounds. Round. That's what I. That's why I was like, I can't confidently answer that it's going to be. Gotcha. Three round, 30, four round, 40, maybe? 42, 43. Oh, cool. If it's three rounds, yeah, I'd probably go with the more 27, 28 range. Gotcha. And then four rounds, probably 36, 37. I could see like people, you know, having two hot, two really hot days, getting up there hot fast and then just kind of like cooling off and just kind of playing defensive golf and yeah and uh just kind of keeping the lead how would fpo it depends on weather but fpo Paige pierce destroyed it compared to everybody else but valerie manduano finished at one under katrina allen at three under and Paige pierce at 12 under oh i just realized something too on episode 19 I totally called that Paige Pierce was going to win the tournament because I was like, oh, it looks like she's going to win. I'm going to call it right here. She's going to win. Guess what? Paige Pierce for the win. It's, not, it's like the easiest. It's like me guessing you're going to wake up in the morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, congratulations, Paige Pierce, for absolutely destroying everyone. Yeah. Yep. It's like a she really good old-fashioned Paige Pierce win. Yep. So... We'll see if that if that sticks around. I could see Katrina, you know, just going back and just training for the whole week and just coming and just tearing the course up. But you never know. Crazy things can happen. I'm excited to see how it plays out. <laughs> what the heck? Ready? Ready. Three, two, one. Top, Top five. five. Oh, yeah. He gets really excited about our top fives. Yo, 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 top five. With your boys. With your boy. 
KP and EW. You just like to call me you, actually? Yep. Welcome, you, to the playing field. <laughs> I don't know why it's called a playing field, but here we are. <laughs> so our top five for this week is the top five hypothetical Ono moments on the disc golf course. So these could be moments that has happened to all of us, but they're just moments that we think about and we don't want to happen and just what we think could be the worst things to happen on the course. Trigger warning for people who don't want to hear about death in my list. If you don't like to hear about death, skip this part. Go right to the end where we plug our merch. Yeah, Kyle got dark. I didn't mean to, but it happened. Real fast. So starting off my list at number five is when you get back to your car and you're putting your bag away or like eight holes later you go to reach for a disc and you realize you left it behind on the course you can usually run back and find that disc but it still is like heart stopping especially if it's like your favorite one which i throw a lot of my favorite ones most of the time so yeah yeah that's and then if you're at a busy course you don't know who grabbed it so you're afraid they might not give it back? True story. Yep. So yeah, that's my number five. Oh no. Oh no. My number five is falling down anytime you're disking and breaking a bone. Because I've just done that. Not disking. He hasn't done a disking yet. Yeah, not disking yet, luckily. But the thought is there. Falling down breaking a bone i've broken like over 10 bones so it's just something that happens to me and has happened so probably most specifically a wrist because that's what you he uses most yeah wrist specifically the right wrist would really suck because that's my strong wrist my left one is really a, not a good wrist so if i broke that one again <laughs> that would really not bode well i already wake up like an old man in the morning i'm like ah ah my body. <laughs> is that, is how, that a sign you're unhealthy? Is that how old people wake up? <laughs> Probably. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. That's. I don't. I don't get old people. I guess. <laughs> My number four Ono oh moment is when you got a big water carry. You think you got it, no problem, and then it just splooshes right in the middle of the lake. If it hits the edge, you can get it back. But if it hits in the middle, chances are... Gone forever. You ain't gonna see it. Goodbye, friend. I agree. That's a that's a pretty big oh-no for me. I'm not a big water fan. Yeah, Kyle hates the water. It actually kind of, you know, that's my number. If you want, I'll, I'll move that into my next one. Sure. Is, uh, you know, churning river next to a hole. You accidentally slip in and... Drowning, you know, get, maybe you're going for a disc. Yeah, like, yeah, you reach in and suddenly a piranha grabs your finger and pulls you in, and then it's just a swarm of them eating your face. <laughs> Could happen. We're now playing disc golf in the Amazon. Very scary. Have you ever seen a hippo run? They run fast, they're scary. Hippos, too. Uh, alligators, not a big fan. There's some snakes that are in waters. Don't let's not talk about snakes, but those are in water too. A lot of bad things can happen in a river. How about that? Um, like losing a disc or 
a finger or your whole face. Or your life. Or your life. My number three is step up to hole whatever it is, you know, let's say hole 18 just for for your last round of a tournament. OB 25 feet behind the basket, let's say. Throw a perfect drive right in front of the basket. Skips up, out into OB. That would just be such a crushing defeat, knowing you're now taking at least a three on a perfect drive of your last hole. Well, then would it be a perfect drive? Or would you have powered it For a casual up? round, yeah. Or have you powered it up a little bit too much? Damn near perfect drive, then. Okay, so like you, you almost ace, almost ace it. Yeah, go past the basket. Yep. Not even like almost aced it. Like you skip in front of the basket, but then it skips twenty feet long because you threw a freaking I don't know twelve driver. Speed. Yeah, yeah. Be horrible, horribly. Yeah, I'm with you. Or that, or like three putting too. Yeah, three putting on your last hole. This is my list. Get out of here. Oh yeah, sorry. Forgot what we were doing. (laughs) My number three is another falling down one, but this time it would be specifically off of a very steep incline or decline, maybe. Depends on where you're falling. Like a mountain, specifically. (laughs) So Yeah, that would that would hurt. I've had to play on a couple of pretty uh pretty mountainous courses. So far, they're pretty extremely fun, but also I did have the thought if I started rolling, I'd be rolling for a really long time. So that's why having a backpack helps because the backpack would slow down my rolling. Eh. Maybe Eh. I've fallen down the hill at Cass City. Does that count? No. No. What about the steep side? No. No. Well, (laughs) sure. (laughs) <laughs> you sounded so disappointed sure <laughs> yes that would be horrible to fall down a mountain I don't think it would be very comfortable you'd probably break more than a wrist that's what I was thinking yeah a lot of broken bones can happen a lot of rocks maybe two wrists the cart actually helps it's like a hill assist going down because I have that front brake yeah until you go down too fast hit the front brake and topple head over head over cart the only thing that's really happened is like when I'm going down, if like a rock is too big and I hit it and it just stops, I just run into the cart. That hurts. I believe it. Sounds like a good way to break a wrist. Or a rib. Or a rib. You can probably play disc golf through a broken rib though. Yeah, Yuli just did it with a bruise. Yeah. He well, he dropped out of the one tournament, so I mean you just have to play through the pain, is really all it is. I mean, I'm always in a little bit of pain. Who isn't? I'm tough. Ooh. My number two, two is chaining out on really any short putt, but can you imagine chaining out on like a 15-foot eagle putt? I don't know. I probably would never get the chance to do it, but that's why they're hypothetical situations. That would hurt my brain, but I would do I it mean, for sure. It's it's an easy birdie, at least, I guess. Chaining but. out or like hitting the basket or even, you know. Anything yeah. that's not in the chains from 15 feet is so bad. Yeah. Banned, yeah. But, but chaining out would be the worst because you're like, it's in the chains. Why didn't you do the thing that chains do? It's your job. 
do your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Again, I probably won't have the option to ever make a 15-foot putt for Eagle, but what are you going to do? I can imagine it. It hurts. It hurts just to imagine. My number two, getting struck by lightning. This one's a real fear of mine that I have, like, continuously. Yeah. I have, like, an app on my phone that's, like, a little... It has, like, a 15-mile radius around me, and it'll alert me if there's lightning within that area. So I'm not going to get struck. I know that, like, hopefully. But, yeah, struck by lightning would not feel good. And I feel like, you know, there's a legitimate chance. So, are you more likely to be struck by lightning on the open courses or in a wooded course? I don't know. Oh. But there's a lot of lightning everywhere. So, it's just, it's just you need to pay attention to the weather when you're disc golfing. Pay attention to the weather while you're disc golfing, people. I think the only thing I'd be more afraid of than getting struck by lightning is like a lightning striking a tree above me and then that tree shattering and like dropping a giant branch on me and not killing me, but just like pinning me there until I die because nobody comes out to find me. That was I dark. Got dark. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> really dark there, Eric. Were you saying all these terrible things that can happen? <laughs> All right, back to the light side of the list. <laughs> My number one worst hypothetical moment. I thought I that... was going to get dark. <laughs> Your whole list is dark. <laughs> put all these terrible thoughts in my head. Oh, I love it. <laughs> my number one worst, most hypothetical, most oh no moment that could happen on a disc golf course. Nailed it. Is... <laughs> <laughs> I actually witnessed this one. I talked about it, and it still hurts me to this day for this guy. Getting ready to start the tournament, throwing some practice putts. Guy walks back to the tee pad, decides to throw one more disc at the two-minute warning, chucks it out there, and aces. Two minutes before tee-off time, aces it. It's still cool. It's still an ace. It's still awesome, but... I thought the rule is you're not even supposed to throw after after the two-minute warning. It was, like, right before the two-minute warning. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I was funny. I just tried to take, like, the TD test on PDGA. I did horribly. Oh, <laughs> I don't did know you? the rules at all. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I did, I did, like, 13 out of 25 or something. Ooh. Yeah. It's supposed to be an open book test, and I just tried to take it off. It's just strictly memory. So I'm going to take it again. Just, you know, might as well learn the rules. Although they don't show you the ones you got wrong, so I didn't learn anything. Just yeah, that not... I don't know the rules. Right, All I learned is helpful. I don't know anything. Right. Huh? Thanks for telling me what I... Um, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yep, so yeah, that was my top five list. Let's listen to the very dark side of the worst thing that Kyle thinks could happen on the disc golf course. Welcome to the dark side of Kyle's brain. The worst thing that could possibly happen on a disc golf course at this moment for me, even hypothetically, is getting a triple bogey. Oh, no, don't say it. So I've I've gotten a double. That's my high score at the moment. But I'm working on that triple. To be fair, we probably took triple bogeys way back when. 
I think I've taken them, you know, every once in a while. It's just... There's none that stick out in your head. Yeah, nothing. I can't remember one. So that happens in a rated round, like a tournament play. It's going to be a... I'll cry probably right on the course, right as it happens. My my putt, I'll just be like... (laughs) No, it's just... I don't want to keep getting more high scores, you know? I want to get low scores. Yeah, that's that's the point of disc golf. Well, you know, tell that to my short game. <laughs> well, then practice. I do. Not enough. <sighs> Thanks. I... <laughs> I didn't get to make fun of you enough in the, in the first segment, so I had to swing back around to it. That's true. Yeah, you can make fun of me. Let's... You stink. <laughs> what were you, you going to be like? You, you suck at putting, but you can throw 300 feet well? You throw twice. I don't, know. I don't know how often you throw 300 feet well. It's like my bread and butter zone, <laughs> I would say. 275 to 325. Love that. Yeah. I really like exactly like 280 to 285 because mm. that's like my max distance for throwing a mid-range. So I know I can just rip on a mid-range as hard as I can. And that'll be about as far as it goes. That's, I mean, good. Mine's yeah. more of like the hyzer play. Or straight. I mean, it's still like a With mid-range hyzer, but like it's like one of them big like glidey, glidey hyzers. Just mm. right back in. Big old truth shot. Yep, truth. And then I've been throwing them wild discs at X's. Pretty cool. I like them. Very cool. Well, that's our top five. Uh, top five hypothetical oh no moments. On the disc golf course. On the disc Although, golf I mean, course. A lot of Kyles could literally happen almost any. On any river, but, on any stream, on any mountain. But uh, Pretty much anywhere you can get struck by lightning. Or just walking too. out your house. Yeah. Have you ever seen a car that actually got struck by lightning? It's horrifying. Is it? Yeah. I thought they said you're safe in a car. Well, safe. Because you're not going to probably die, but the cars get really messed up. Oh, interesting. Is that covered by my insurance? It's a good question to ask your insurance, not insurance. the listeners. <laughs> listeners, hey, I'm does, sure at least Eric's one of the people listening cover lightning strikes knows what I need on my coverage for it to be covered by lightning strikes. All right, we're done here. Today we. <laughs> Just rude like that. <laughs> I told, I warned them we would get back to the dumb stuff. Yeah, we're, we'll have interviews coming up here soon. Today, we talked about <laughs> some stupid disc golf shit that we did. The Resistance Discs Open, the Utah Open, and top five hypothetical oh no moments that could happen on a disc golf course. Yeah. That's what we did. He is right. If you can't get enough of us on the podcast, check us out over on all of our social medias. We have a link tree that will take you to all of them. But we have an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, a TikTok that has a lot of hilarious videos, a YouTube channel that is growing. And thank you for everyone who has subscribed. Continue subscribing, liking, commenting, doing all those things. I am just now getting to getting... Uh, episode 19 completely uploaded so that should be out tomorrow 
This is coming out on Wednesday, so it'll already be out for a couple days. So you'll actually be able to see our dumb faces on episode 19. It's uh, two weeks late, but it's finally happening. You're welcome. We did it. I did it. Yes. Yes, he did it. (laughs) Also, we do have a thriving Patreon. We have two awesome supporters. Thanks again, guys. Go check out our affiliates over at StarFrameDiscs.com if you're looking for discs or disc golf apparel. If you're looking to support us in a different way, check out our merch over at Teespring.com backslash stores backslash oh no disc golf. O-H-N-O-D-I-S-C-D or shoot. I messed it up. (sighs) D-I-S-C. Fuck. Never mind. (laughs) Ah, shit. Whatever. That's episode 21, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, if you made it to this point in the episode, leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe to us. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you could leave a review. It's totally free, totally super nice of you. If you could leave a review, we'd really appreciate it. Anything else, Eric? Well, since Kyle didn't say it, if you made it to this, you're our favorite. Oh, yeah, that. That's what he usually says, and then he just went right into all the other stuff. Sorry. Nope. If you made it to this point in the episode, you're our favorites. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you guys for listening. Episode 21, awesome, more awesome things to come. Yeah, we have some uh, excellent interviews getting lined up, and we're looking forward to them. So keep an eye out, guys. Until next time. Eric, catch you on the flip side.